You all would please turn with me to Psalm 34. Just a little side note while you're turning. This is when David <clears throat> ran away from Saul and ended up going to Abimelech, who his men delivered him up to him, uh, thinking he's probably a trophy and they're going to destroy him. And he had to feign himself a madman to get away and depart from him. And Abimelech was mad with his servants. But nonetheless, he ends up going to a cave and all of his household joins him and people that were distressed and in debt and not content all went to him and gathered and he was a captain over them but nevertheless he's still in a cave even though he has this comfort now so we know how he got this is the caption says a psalm of david when he changed his behavior before abimelech who drove him away and he departed psalm 34 i will bless the lord at all times his praise shall continually be in my mouth My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him, and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him, and delivereth them. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. O fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you to fear the Lord. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. That's some pretty bold words for a man that's hiding out in a cave, I would say. Uh, I'm going to divide this psalm up into two parts. Verses 1 through 10 are more like a song, a song or a hymn. And verses 11 through 22 are more like a sermon, which I'm only going to go over the first 10 verses. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. How about that? All times and continually. We are more blessed than David. Right. How much more shall we bless and praise True. his name? True. How many psalms or hymns have you written lately? You think about David and his situation and circumstance, which caused him to break out into a psalm. Yes. Have, has anybody written a psalm this morning because of your circumstances or situation? Or how many psalms or hymns are you going to write when you get home? By continually praising the Lord, there is no provision for the flesh, i.e. complaining, murmuring, backbiting, slander, or foolish talking. If his praise is continually in your mouth and you are blessing his blessing the Lord at all times, there's no room for anything else. Hebrews 13.15 says, By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. So that's a New Testament version of what we got here. 
My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. What do any of us have that was not first given to us from the Lord? By the grace of God, we are what we are. So if you're anything or you have anything, it's because God gave it to you. And so therefore, where's your boast going to be? In Him. Look at the amount He has given you. And by what grace He has given it to you. Boasting the Lord exalts and lifts Him up on high. It makes other faithful believers happy, it says, and they, they, shall be, they shall hear and be glad. Why would we not want to make others happy around us, making our boast in the Lord? Paul, there's some people that Paul had to correct. They're, they're saying, I am of Paul, I'm of, of Apollos, and he put them in their place real quick. What is Paul? Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Here's an invitation that actually makes sense. If we think about the invitations that are given in churches this morning. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Think of Scott Collins and James Snyder and others that cannot collectively gather and worship with others and compare the blessing that you have compared to them. I don't know what's going on in each of your lives, but I'll tell you right now, if you think about that, no matter what your circumstance or situation is, it should make you glad and want to magnify the Lord with each other. I sought the Lord, and He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. What reason, what a reason to bless and praise the Lord continually. As in verse 1, who did David seek? The Lord, Jehovah, the only one that does faithfully deliver. The federal government, people are talking about a fiscal cliff. They're looking to the federal government to deliver them from the fiscal cliff. A president or military cannot deliver from terrorist attacks. We, who do we look to? Who do we seek? We seek the Lord. He is the only one who can deliver us. They looked unto Him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. We are examples to one another. Those with David in the cave in 1 Samuel 22, 1-2, they get to see David's trials and tribulations, and they're going to be encouraged to do the same thing. They looked unto Him. Because we look unto Him and the Lord delivers us and because we cry out and other people see our faithfulness, they will do the same thing. It will provoke others to do the same thing. And they were lightened because He is always faithful. Another thing is, do the people in your house claim your God? For example, for long, many generations, it was always the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Is it the God of Zach in my house? We'll have to see. Hopefully my children will be able to see that when Dad cries out, Hey, the Lord answers and hears him, and they're going to do the same thing because of it. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. We are guaranteed in 2 Timothy chapter 3 that if you're going to live righteously, you're going to suffer persecution. You're guaranteed it. Verse 19 of the same psalm tells us that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Out of all his troubles. What is a poor man? A poor man is somebody who's broken, humble, has a contrite heart. They're meek. They are not self-righteous and they're not proud and they're not arrogant. These people also cry out to the Lord, but their cry is not heard. They fall on deaf ears and the Lord laughs them to scorn. That's encouraging. The cry was not one made out of self-pity, but one trusting in the Lord who directed him. He wasn't feeling sorry for himself in the cave. He wasn't doubting the Lord. He was trusting in the Lord. Proverbs says in 24.16, A just man falleth seven times and riseth up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. 
Whether it be chastisement or just perfecting of faith, the Lord is pitiful and full of mercy to his. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. The, The president, dignitaries, and celebrities pay buku bucks to be and feel protected by so called bodyguards. Let's look at this in light of 1 Corinthians 1 26 through 31. For you see your calling. You look at us, we're a bunch of Gentiles, reprobates. We're foolish, we're weak, we're base. And yet we have the angel of the Lord encamping around us. These people think they're somebody and they pay lots of money for man to protect them. Where's our faith at? And the Lord has kept us and delivered us and protected us. Safety is of the Lord, also in Proverbs 21, 31. If you have been kept thus far, it's because the angel of the Lord encampeth round about them. You fear the Lord. So we are a bunch of poor, foolish, weak, base nobodies. The Lord has chosen to preserve and keep safe. Amen. What a reason to continually bless and praise His name. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in Him. In Psalms 107, there's four times where it says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works unto the children of men. But this was not because the Lord was blessing people. Four times, it's judgments and, and, and very distressing situations and circumstances. It wasn't pros- prosperous that men are praising the Lord. It's because they cried out and He heard them. Right. Oh, taste and see, this is coming from a man that's in a cave. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Blessed is the man that trusteth in Him. Some pretty encouraging stuff. Paul could say rejoice and I guess, and again I say rejoice. And where was he when he wrote that? I believe he's in a dungeon. James tells us, he says that count it all joy. Well, count what all joy? When you shall fall into diverse trials and temptations. Right. It's kind of opposite of what's being preached around pulpits today as far as prosperity and blessing. It is through trials that we receive such things that cause us to call out. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. David's saying, I've had trials of which the Lord has delivered and blessed me abundantly and know assuredly that the Lord is good. How about you? And only by the eye of faith can you see such or experience this goodness. Oh, fear the Lord, ye saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. God is a God of if and then. He's a God of circumstance. If you reverence and obey, there are blessings and no lack of any good thing. Especially if you grasp godliness with contentment is great gain. Yes. And also the Lord telling us he will never leave us or forsake True, us. Right. We don't need anything else. All we need is the Lord. If we keep our eyes focused on him yeah. and trust him and seek him, as we have heard already this morning in three different psalms, seeking the Lord, what else are you seeking? Oh, fear the Lord, ye saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. There's no want. He will never leave us or forsake us. So you have a choice. Fear God and be blessed, or fear the circumstances and situations of this life on earth with no deliverance or reward. It's your choice. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Amen. This David boldly states in another place, Psalms 37, 25, I have been young and now am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. This is a man that has lived a full life, trusting the Lord, seeking the Lord, and he's saying, I've never seen these things. So, again, if God is a God of if and then, and you do the things that he commands, then you too will be a ripe old age saying that I have not seen these things. And this is, again, a man 
saying these things in a cave. And he has this kind of spirit. Are you in a cave this morning? Rejoice. What a statement from a king about another king. The lion is the king of the beasts, and yet he's begging. He's roaring about, starving. And you know what? Most lions don't, re- don't die of natural causes. Most of them die of starvation, believe it or not. Look it up. What a statement. Imagine a king grumbling and roaring about while starving. They only know what the Lord has taught them, how to roam about instinctually seeking their prey. And unless the Lord open his hand and give it to them, they starve. But they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Are you wanting, are you wanting any good thing today? Seek the Lord. Are you wanting any good thing? Are you wanting any good thing today? Confess your sins and turn from your wicked ways. Are you wanting any good thing today? Remember his goodness to you throughout your life. Are you wanting any good thing today? Remember your redemption, your life, and deliverance. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen.